Hello everyone and welcome to the first ever episode of Dr. Seaweed's wonderful podcast. The show that brings you stories, inspiration and insights into the world of wonderful ideas, people and organisations. On this very first episode, we will talk to the wonderful Adam Costello from Inland Sea, who is on a mission to do his bit for the climate crisis by developing t-shirts containing a seaweed extract as a sustainable alternative to traditional polyester and other unsustainable fabrics. Adam is an incredibly driven guy with a great vision and shares our vision on the wonderful opportunities seaweed provides for a sustainable future. So, will we all be wearing seaweed t-shirts soon? Tune in today to find out more. So, Adam, thank you very much for joining us today to discuss all things seaweed and and the wonderful world of seaweed and, and the things you're doing as well alongside the sort of things we're doing in terms of bringing seaweed to the mainstream. So it's great to have you here and talk a bit more about the work that you're doing. So if you're happy to start by telling us a bit about Inland Sea and, and what you're doing and your vision and everything else. Yeah, definitely. Cheers, Craig, uh, Dr. Seaweed. Um, thanks for having us on the podcast. It's really great uh, to be here. Uh, so, yeah, so I started uh, Inland Sea in 2017 um, to basically raise awareness of plastic pollution in our cities and towns um, and how that ends up ultimately in the sea. Um, around that time, there were very little uh, independent or even mainstream um, like clothing brands who used recycled plastic bottles in T-shirts. And that's obviously a very big um big material that's used in clothing these days um, is just the fact of turning uh, plastic bottles into uh, polyester uh, as a recycled element to clothing basically so at that time there were very little of these companies doing that type of thing um, I attended a, a Patagonia event and learned basically how well a factory and a way of actually getting t-shirts made um out of recycled uh, recycled plastic recycled polyester um because i basically wanted to create a brand to uh help um eco uh, issues at, at the time um so i found had the idea found the factory that could actually do this and ordered about 500 t-shirts with two different designs over in america and kind of like that sort of started the business off um, and I, I had a, a market stall in uh, Macclesfield where the town where I live um, and sold these t-shirts and they were very much a completely unique um, very kind of uh, new uh, talking point for lots of people within the town and you know like loads of people were just couldn't believe that there was recycled plastic bottles in the t-shirts which um, basically just that idea creates a, a conversation between you and the other person to say like look um, we need to move away from plastic and move away from and brought, bring attention onto plastic pollution and this was 2017 um, so it's like that was even before Extinction Rebellion it was before really Greta Thunberg um, had come on the scene so kind of like climate change and plastic pollution just really wasn't very much very talked about it's quite taboo to talk about it and um, so it, i kind of feel like we were at the beginning of that kind of big movement and as an independent brand and um, we've just then gone on to uh learn i've just educated myself more than anything um about the climate crisis um, and through my own podcast which you've been on craig um i've got a podcast called uh 
uh, forgotten the name of it now. Uh, we've got Th- Things Can Only Get Greta, which was uh, a podcast with um, my partner Vic, um, which was basically an investigative uh, podcast into climate change issues, whether that was fashion, um, like the weather, um, you know, all the different types of issues that go up, that can come off uh, with climate change. And then I've got my Ethical Pages podcast, which is the podcast you came on, Craig, um, which is more of a podcast just talking to like-for-like businesses about like what they're doing to help the climate crisis and why they established their business um so it was through um my podcast well I'll, I'll, my mine and Vic's podcast things can only get better that I learned about seaweed um, so this is about 13 14 months ago um, that I learned about seaweed and the incredible um, world of seaweed, really, like and what what can be done with it, whether that's being used for clothing, whether it can be used for, you know, your health if you take it and eat it, um, and obviously all the different foods that you can use for it. Um, but it was kind of like a light bulb moment for me and my business at that time um, to basically go because uh, you can use seaweed in clothing so i was like i've got to do this for inland sea i've got to create a t-shirt out of uh, seaweed um and it was through that podcast again that i learned the factory learned of a factory that could actually use uh, this material in t-shirts so i kind of had the connections and the factory all kind of in place um, and the next big factor in a lot of these projects and a lot of businesses is obviously finance and so I had to basically find a way of finding the money and so I decided to crowdfund uh, the project excuse me through um, Kickstarter which I did in January of this year and successfully raised um, just over £14,000 to create a t-shirt out of seaweed Um, and yeah and just along that journey is just basically allowed me to establish a business and I hope what we want to do is just create a business which a clothing business which uses exclusively uh, seaweed in its material and promotes seaweed as a um, basically a world change you know a a climate change a world saving um, resource that's relatively untapped Um, and yeah that's you know leads me into coming onto this podcast as your guest Craig. It's great you know and it's such a fascinating story especially because of that link from plastic pollution to seaweeds, because it's all from the sea or issues around the sea and finding solutions. And I think it's interesting that, first of all, you know, our, our involvement and my involvement is around the health and nutrition of seaweed. Yours is around clothing or materials like biomaterials. And the amazing thing of seaweed is it sort of ticks all the boxes of the big trends and the big issues as well whether it's health whether it's nutrition whether it's biomaterials biofuels carbon sequestration you know it really is a phenomenal resource and I guess it you mentioned the crowdfunding which is brilliant do you know what inspired people to invest in that way was it the sort of vision they saw of what seaweed can do um yeah so when I kind of like threw myself into the whole kickstarter uh I don't know what you want to call it. Um, it was, you know, you, you just have to dive straight into it and put everything that you've got into something like that. Um, it's an all or nothing uh, model as well. There are other crowdfunding platforms which basically just allow you to take whatever you get, whereas Kickstarter is you have to specify exactly the how much you need to make the project happen and cover all the costs, basically. So I think ours was a, just 
around 13 grand um, that we had to reach. So we could have got like 10 grand and actually got none of that money. Um, yeah, it's an all or nothing model. Um, so really it was like I had to market seaweed in quite an aggressive way. And because I was like so ex excited by it, um, you know, I, I, did I did headlines like seaweed will save the world. So really I was trying to play on the climate crisis and how bad that crisis is bear in mind we were in the pandemic like really in the middle of the pandemic uh, around january february that of this year um you know really probably feeling the biggest effects of it around that time um so i think a lot of people um a kind of had a bit more thinking time maybe and mm -hmm. really wanted to people do want to genuinely want to do something about the climate crisis and then and whether you say the pandemic was due to the climate crisis or not, it still is like a, a global emergency, which climate change is as well. So I think people um, really sort of bought into that idea and they saw that seaweed kind of, as soon as you know you talked about it and said that this, this T-shirt has seaweed in it, it's an immediate talking point because most people off the street, when we got interviewed for like a BBC radio um show like a breakfast show in the morning and you know the dj was just like what is this t-shirt is it all is it not all slimy and horrible and True. like because it's the seaweed element so lots of people just pres presume that that's what the seaweed is they don't understand um what the seaweed can do so as soon as you kind of explain explain to them that the seaweed is actually really good for you when you actually wear it on your skin the the materials good good for your body and good for your skin um but also when it grows like you talk about the carbon sequestration um and uh, so many different factors it's like a it's just a win 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 um resource that's yeah again like you said it's relatively untapped um so i think i play, i really did just play on the climate change factor the the fact that we also want to invest back into uh, seaweed farms to, to, to offset our carbon footprint as well. And um, so there wasn't just the kind of clothing, the t-shirt aspects, there was kind of like the new kind of business model in terms of helping to grow seaweed farms, no, particularly definitely. in the UK. Yeah. And I think um, what I really like about what you're doing and hopefully comes across in what we do as well is the climate crisis or, or you know, the news at the moment particularly is so negative for good yeah. reasons for bad reasons whatever the views are but what you're doing with seaweed and like I say what hopefully we're doing at dr seaweed is offering some element of hope you know that there really is positive ways forward and we have sustainable ways to act we have ways to undo a lot of the damage that we've done so it's not all doom and gloom i mean it can be but we have a choice to make and and in our own small ways it's about making difference and giving people that option to say mm -hmm. actually you can wear something that's more sustainable than than something else and it might be a small step but it's part of lots of small steps and and that that hopefully gives some inspiration to other people coming along um and you know i guess like in any business there's challenges um but seaweed it can be particularly challenging and doing anything relatively new can be challenging i mean what are some of your key challenges that you've that you've found yeah, so um, exactly that, like Craig, like trying to like echo exactly what you're saying in terms of being all the positives that um, can be drawn from the climate crisis. Like it's an opportunity, not uh, the opposite of that. Um, there's so many opportunities now because of the climate crisis. Um, I think like we're a similar age, you know, like uh, we've grown up. I don't know about you, but 
I kind of grew up thinking that everything was kind of been, has been done. Um, and you think like, oh man, everything's been invented. We, you know, there's computers, the internet and things like that. But then along comes the climate crisis and you're like, oh shit, we've got so many problems that now need solving. And so with problems, that means we've got entrepreneurship like problems mm -hmm. equal massive entrepreneurship uh, opportunities so it's actually i find enough the seaweed project you know like what what it's done is like created like um, a massive buzz and excitement it's like kind of like a new industry needs to happen and is happening uh, there is a new industry there with the seaweed industry but there's a whole new massive demand and new industry and new businesses that all can come off the back of the climate crisis um, and it's our chance to kind of do things again in a really really great way um, so yeah sorry so the, ch the challenges really uh, within seaweed um, particularly with clothing is um, the, the percentage of seaweed that you can have in the clothing um, because seaweed is obviously it's from the sea so if you powder it down and put it into clothing, which is what you do, the process that you go through to put it into clothing. The problem is that this, the water, as soon as it comes, comes back into contact with the water, it potentially can wash it out. And so there's quite a lot of research and massive innovation going on um, with various different uh, big, big companies now uh, to try to uh, create a new new material using seaweed. They know that um, because of the kind of oil-based factors of seaweed they know that it can be potentially like it can potentially replace plastic that is just you know the massive opportunity like it, it uh, doesn't you can't you know can't really say much more than that um so um there's what there needs to be a way basically to kind of make seaweed more protected and more usable as a, as a material which i think very soon it will happen and you know you hear and read things all the time of like what's happening with seaweed and um yeah it's really oh, exciting absolutely. time i think and i yeah. think you know that's why this podcast is you know dr seaweed's wonderful podcast because we want to talk to wonderful people like yourself but also highlight the wonderful things seaweed can do but the wonderful things more broadly that are going on in the world and you know just remind anyone listening to please subscribe or, or to our uh, youtube channel or, or the podcast and you can follow us on social media at dr seaweed d-o-c-t-o-r seaweed um and hopefully we inspire more people to get involved in seaweed but find these opportunities and like you say it's it, whilst there is a lot of challenges it's there is huge excitement in terms of those opportunities and there's probably now and you're right like as you said it we are a similar age. And when you're young, you do look at computer like, oh, God, what is there to invent? But there is probably now more opportunities than there are solutions in terms of things that need to be done. Um, and that's quite exciting for like a, a next generation. Not that I'm writing us off just yet. Um, you know, we've still got lots of contribute. I'm not that old. Um, but I think, you know, as we said at the start, seaweed does tick those boxes. You know, you're looking at biomaterials. We're looking at health and nutrition and food. And as you said, like plastic, replacing plastics, that is just a huge, huge opportunity. And it's interesting, the very problems that have got us into a lot of the issues around climate change are the very things like human ingenuity that we didn't necessarily know 100 years ago or, you know, yeah. the industrial revolution that would lead to these problems. It, that same ingenuity is what I hope and believe will get us out of it. Uh, it has to. We don't really have an, another option. Um, mm. And seaweed, 
is a small part of that. And I suppose it, the challenges you mentioned, there's loads of those technical challenges, but there's still, a, and our brand is, is Dr. Seaweed's Weed and Wonderful. And the Weed and Wonderful was a play on words to say, look, seaweed isn't weird, it's wonderful. And, and the reason we did that was because people, if I sit next to someone, a, a party or whatever, and they're like, what are you doing? And you're like, well, basically sell seaweed. They'll laugh, you know, it sounds ridiculous because it, it is a weird concept still, but they don't actually realize yet that not just the future things around clothing or around health nutrition but the extracts of seaweed that is a huge industry it goes into ice creams into toothpaste into the head on your beer and you know these phenomenal extracts it's growing and growing and growing because it is a massively not just untapped resource in terms of volume and value but in terms of nutrients, in terms of compounds that are in there, there's 10,000 different types of seaweed or so globally, and we know so little okay. about them. So it, it, it's, it's an extremely exciting time. You know, my background's marine biologist and a scientist, so my brain often goes that way. Um, but you mentioned as well the carbon offsetting, which is a really interesting area, which people might know of when you're booking a plane or something, you get that option, and it's often linked to planting some trees somewhere actually seaweed offers big scope there as well yeah so um yeah we know that seaweed obviously grows at an ex exponential <laughs> rate and there's a there's a, a statistic out there that it grows uh like is it uh, something like the equivalent 20 times more seaweed grows uh 20 times faster than the equivalent land-based forest that's what it is that was the line that i used uh, which people seem to kind of because it's hard for people to compute really what um seaweed is i suppose in terms of like how it grows in the sea how much it actually needs and how fast you know what what yeah really what it kind of looks like and then um i know that there's no real calculation as of yet in terms of like what surface area of seaweed then emit uh, helps to emit uh, how much carbon um, but I know that that is a big thing that's going on and um, we're definitely going to see seaweed farms and I know of a seaweed farm that's got a license recently in Ireland to uh, do exactly this to do to do carbon sequestration and um, so we know that um, carbon credits are going to happen in that way in the same way that tree planting is um, and this is another thing that got me so excited about uh, for the crowdfunder in terms of my idea of um, saying to people our business invests back into seaweed farms to offset our carbon footprint because there's so many brands out there um, that basically say we plant a tree per product sold or per t-shirt sold we plant a tree which is really great but um, problems problem is with trees is that uh, a they take at least 10 years uh, to really do anything in terms of uh, uh, soaking up carbon and we actually don't necessarily need to plant more trees. We need to protect um, the very uh, ancient trees and the, the all the trees that are kind of already there. That's what needs to be protected and that's what's been chopped, chopped down. So I think like it's kind of a bit of a greenwashing um, statement that a lot of brands use now is that we plant a tree. Um, what I think will work a lot, lot better is we help to protect the trees rather than plant more because planting more isn't isn't the answer and certainly not in the in the time frame that the scientists have given us like you know what are we on now probably eight years since they said 10 years to kind of save the world and things like that 
And so, yeah, so why I think seaweed is so important is because it grows so quickly. You can literally seed it, as you know, uh, Craig, and seed it in, uh, do you usually seed it in about November time for it to be harvest in May, June, the, the year after? And within that time, and it within it, it grows so, so quickly, mm. and it will have soaked up a lot, a lot of carbon in that time. So it's kind of like an instant uh, natural um, carbon uh, yeah, I don't know. No, it uh, is, what, and it's what, it's a short yeah. carbon cycle, so right, it'll absorb yeah. a huge amount, and then if you utilise some of it, it's then mm -hmm. straight back into the the, the cycle. Mm -hmm. So obviously, like oil and gas has been storing carbon for millions of years, and then we've burnt through a huge amount of it in a very short time, so it's released all of that. Yeah. And that's a very long, long, long cut because it will ultimately be made again, but in millions of Got years' you. time. But yeah, um, yeah, so seaweed does offer that huge scope, and as you say, it's. I guess from a consumer point of view as well, it's like it's the trust because there is so much, you know, we know about seaweed because we do about it and it's our jobs and how we make a living and what we're passionate about. But for most consumers, there's so much bombardment yeah. of everything from health to climate to, you know, whatever. And so it's it's trying to cut through and with sincerity and and hopefully in in your brand and, and in ours that that does and and we do welcome as i'm sure you do on social media and and through podcasts like this people to interact and ask questions mm -hmm. uh, and because it is about intriguing it's about educating and showing showing what we can do with you know this incredible resource um i mean in terms of clothing more broadly do you do you see this as a quite a mainstream approach to textiles and clothing um I think so, but I think there needs to be a um, a breakthrough with it first, though. Um, I don't think that the material out there at the moment, which is the main one that's been used, is called sea cell, um, which has been around a long time. I don't know, definitely a good 10 years, I think. Um, so it's like a material that's been there already, but it doesn't have a very high percentage of seaweed in it. Um, it uses sustainable wood pulp in it as well. As, that's really the main ingredient. Um, it is a bit of a fad i suppose in a way um calling it see even calling it seaweed fiber even doing what doing what we've done with our t-shirts we've said it's a seaweed fiber t-shirt but um you know being being really honest it's more like i'm just trying to make a statement that it has seaweed in it so it's, mm -hmm. so it creates a talking point because there aren't any other materials ready yet um so so i think it needs there needs to be a breakthrough first of all with um the actual material um and then i think it will well it has the thing is with the fashion industry like so many of the industries which um are, are massive contributors to the climate crisis uh, they all need to change and they all need to change quickly um but obviously it's all about money and so as soon as as soon as there's a material which financially works uh, and is sustained, you know, at the end of the day, all these bigger brands and things will probably only you will put finances at the very forefront rather than the environment. So I think again, this is why seaweed could be such an important player because it's obviously so easy to get and create. It's a, mm -hmm. it's it's a, you know, like it's not like a crop that takes up land. It takes up the sea, the sea water. So there's no, you know, it's relatively cheap to farm and um, get hold of. We just need more seaweed farm farms to happen. Well, really. so I think um, I think which, it's yeah. like you say, it's people taking it seriously. Yeah. Um, it's the, you know, in the West we are hugely behind. 
especially in parts of Asia, in terms of cultivation, like growing seaweed. But as you said, mm -hmm. it doesn't need fresh water, doesn't need land, doesn't need fertilizer, which are big problems for terrestrial farming in terms yep. of sustainability. Um, and it's giving options. You know, for us, it's about delivering sustainable seaweed. It's all wild harvested in Scotland sustainably. Um, and then it's putting capsules along with other natural and plant-based ingredients to give specific benefits health-wise. And mm -hmm. I suppose we, we always try and look at what benefits the consumer? What what are people looking for? What will make their lives better? As you're doing, you know, clothing. The yeah. fact that it's sustainable is really important, but it has to benefit someone first because, as we said before, there's so much bombardment of information and no one knows what's the... People generally want to do the right thing. Yeah. Just not quite sure. I don't know often, you know, because you're just told so many different things. So yeah. what you're doing is really good because you're sort of starting out, making some noise, starting a trend and again you appreciate that it's not the solution you might want to end up with but it's a, it's on the right path you know seaweed isn't the entire t-shirt or as the interviewer you mentioned on the bbc it'd be a fairly slimy t-shirt um but <laughs> it's within that material and and that that's that's really important you know because it's nowhere we want to end up and it's not being ashamed of the fact that we're not there yet but at mm -hmm. least we're we're starting down a road and doing it as quickly as we can. And and when the solutions come, whether it's through what you're doing or what we're doing, health and nutrition, then other people get involved in other companies because it'll give them the ability to do that. Whether that's whether they're motivated through profits or finding solutions or or a combination of all things, which is normally the way. Um, so it's it's great that you're you're making that noise and and finding those solutions and we're seeing universities and researchers work more and more in this space of biomaterials from from seaweed and there's been a few that have been in touch actually and talking about how they can use seaweed and it yeah, is brilliant. um there's like parallels to come because actually there is a lot of cultivation and there is a huge amount of seaweed in the sea but mm -hmm. we have to get it out sustainably and cultivation in in the west is is still very very early and very okay. expensive and in terms of there are people that we know who are farming it uh, like cultivating it but actually getting that they, they can produce more than there is a need for at the moment so yeah. what do you do with it there's all the processing which different markets so it's this balance of science research but also commerce you know it has to be led by what people want and what the opportunities are but that's like you mentioned earlier it's that entrepreneurial input mm -hmm. Um, because mm -hmm. academics can do their bit entrepreneurs need to do their bit and we have to sort of meet meet those the needs going forward um so yeah so i think it's very exciting and and the brand obviously that you've created is uh important part of that message yeah absolutely that, that i mean i think we talked about this on the on my podcast but you said about like uh getting something commercially available because the big issue like you said there we've got the scientists we've got the Kind of academia going on and that can all happen um but at the end of the day we need the public we need the demand to be there we need the the, the education um about seaweed you know like i've only known about it for just over a year as a potentially a commercial um vehicle to use in my you know to use in my clothing uh, so there's you know people outside there they're, they're not going to have a clue that it can be actually used in clothing let alone what it could actually mean for the climate crisis and the future of the planet um, so i think like i want to use inland sea really as that uh brand and that educational uh 
you know go to like you know some like patagonia like if you look at that as a brand as a big massive global business you know what they've been able to achieve in terms of um you know protecting the environment and putting yeah just putting the, the environment before profits basically and just you know the amount of good amazing work that they've done to save you know so many habitats a uh, similar thing with what i want to do with inland sea is just to use it as that educational go-to uh tool really for people so they can kind of learn about the climate crisis and learn about seaweed yeah yeah and the solutions like say learning about not just the bad stuff but what what can be done and, and be inspired by it and do, do you get much yeah. feedback from customers yeah, I got amazing feedback, really. The, the, it's Obviously, it was the first time that we produced our own uh, T-shirt from scratch. So the, the material, I'm wearing one today, as you can see them behind me, um, the material is effectively our, our markup of material, you know, like it's our fabric built from, from scratch and our T-shirts from scratch, whereas like a lot of companies will have already, they're already made like the materials already there. Um, so one, we didn't know how nice the material would be. We didn't know the quality really of the T-shirts um, and the size and fit and things like that. But the feedback that we've had from people is that, you know, they it's their go-to T-shirt. If you compare these T-shirts to your normal organic cotton T-shirt, you can tell a massive difference. You kind of don't want to wear another T-shirt after you've worn that fabric of you know fabric on your skin so um yeah we get and we get we get people coming in the shop as well who have actually heard about using the seaweed and people with skin conditions as well who mm. specifically want to wear this this type of material because they know that it will be good for the skin and yeah. won't you know do you know polyester is toxic at the end of the day it's an oil-based toxic material even the obviously the recycled um polyesters as well and um, so if you you know like purely from a health benefit health um approach like wearing clothing would you prefer to wear this oil-based uh, t-shirt or would you prefer to wear this natural uh, seaweed um t-shirt uh, you know you know which one you'd probably want to choose um and at the end of the day you're wearing it you know six seven hours a day as well so you know it's, really, it's quite important really no it is and skin health is another big area mm. and i know one of the things with our, our supplements and the seaweed supplements is the the benefit it has for people's skin so okay. it, you know it's the iodine in the seaweeds in our case because this is about sort of beauty from within but it affects your thyroid positively it's, it supports that supports your metabolism your energy mm -hmm. but also skin health and it for, so from that beauty from within or, or your t-shirts or seaweed baths are like a big big thing again it was quite a traditional thing but it's fantastic for eczema and, and often it's it's conditions that are quite modern phenomena um with just yeah. lacking in the nutrition or we, we're wearing things or living a life that isn't allowing our skin to be as healthy as it should be but that the, the reason i highlight it is because it's often the first thing skin hair and nails is often mm. the first thing that our customers with the dr seaweed's weed and wonderful products comment on even though there's all sorts yeah. of other benefits to the wider health it's the first thing because aesthetically you notice it i've got less spots my skin feels softer my hair's thicker not mine, mm. sadly. Um, or <laughs> my, my nails are, you know, growing faster and, and feel stronger. And and that that's a great sort of uh, litmus test for your wider health. Um, yeah. And and it just speaks to, to consumers and really helps them um, see the benefits of what seaweed can do. So it's great to hear that you get good feedback as well from the quality of the feel and, and health. You know, it's mm -hmm. not just about 
they're looking good. I'm sure they look fantastic on everyone. Um, yeah. But make makes them feel good. Um, Definitely. So where where do you want to take the brand? Where would you like to be in the future? Yeah. So there's so I mean, off the back of the whole crowdfunder, because we got so much amazing PR really and kind of international like. Um, exposure really it's been brilliant you know we've sold t-shirts all over the world now um um so yeah i get like uh, the connections that we've made through the seaweed industry have been really really interesting um the material options that have opened up have been really interesting um and just more collaborations as well with other companies that kind of want to use these t-shirts to show that they're doing something to help the climate uh, crisis um but the you know at the moment it's still really you know super early stages for my brand um we i need it to really you know we i need to make a living out of it um you know um, at the end of the day um uh, so it's got i've got to a like find a way to commercially make it viable and make sure that i'm selling enough t-shirts um seaweed the sea cell t-shirts the ones that we did for the crowdfunder aren't cheap um you know they're expensive to manufacture it's a very expensive um material to make um so it's kind of like i have to choose to it's just again the, the education comes around so it's it's I don't know it's like a it's definitely a long game that I'm playing at the moment because I want to do it right I could go to market and just sell cheaper t-shirts and try to get further that way but um, I think I just want to play the long game I want to wait for seaweed uh, materials to become more established and be used and hopefully be one of the first brands and the you know I've got the brand now really which is the clothing brand which is all about seaweed kind of set there ready for when these materials come along I've got the connections there for if if and when they do um you know we can use inland sea to create a t you know a new t-shirt or even shoes as well there's uh, there's quite a lot of work going on with using seaweed as a vegan leather which i'm sure mm -hmm. you've heard heard about which yeah. is really brilliant and um, you know i'm speaking to people who are developing that and um, who again it's like that whole uh, scientific scientific based research and um people who are academics and material people who which i'm not uh, i'm a creative yeah. and I, you know i'm a brand i do branding and marketing but these people then need a brand to sell <laughs> these things no, absolutely so you know, I, I think yeah. as well like the artists you know that there's a fantastic yeah. artist you may come across called julia loman german yeah, yeah. and she was based quite a few years ago now in the UK and at the V&A in, in London and she created this department of seaweeds and I went to see her there mm. and she had made out of seaweed just seaweed so it wasn't any processing in terms of turning it into anything else hats and lampshades and yeah. tables and like in terms of the like a laminate sort of cover and I think she was actually yeah. at um, Davos the big sort of world leader thing with right. some really incredible sculptures to show what the future could be and that kind of artistic input is so because it inspires you know it's not just about a guy is mm. like oh well i've invented this material that you can do this with that that doesn't inspire anyone it's very it would inspire me and you because we want to use it but it doesn't mm. necessarily get the consumer excited and that's where this coming together of business entrepreneurship science research and art and creativity is is so exciting yeah. because and i think anyway for me the the sea generally and, and seaweed specifically does inspire it's intriguing this is where we talk about the wonderfulness of seaweed and what we do you know it's it is wonderful and and when you look out to sea 
the fact that there's so much going on underneath it just inspire you know everyone loves to just sit and look out to sea you sit in your yeah. car on a bench and with a flask of tea and you like to look out to sea i'm really getting old um <laughs> but yeah. you know and that 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 to me is is part of what we're trying to bring through in our products like our, ours and yours is that intrigue there is a natural intrigue it's like back to that story of being sat at a party telling someone to sell seaweed if i said i was a dentist with all due respect to dentists they'd be like oh that's nice but yeah. you know th th there's an intrigue there that they're like oh you know tell me more um mm -hmm. and that's what i think you know you're you're utilizing really well and, and hopefully we are as well and hopefully through the doc series wonderful podcast we will uh get more of that you know, intrigue going and, and more subscriptions and, and, and more followers to, to have these kinds of discussions. And again, mm -hmm. it, it isn't just about seaweed specific stuff. It's about bringing people along for the ride. Um, and I think it's, it's an exciting future that we've got because there are no other options. We have to find solutions. Um, so it's great to hear your longer term plans and where Thanks. you want to take the brand um and things like say like shoes and you know other elements of clothing and materials um is there anything else you've looked at specifically or is there any like what's the next big thing with sort of seaweed materials as you see it yeah i think like um the replacement of polyesters is quite a big thing um i i, I don't know correct me if i'm wrong but I, I don't know where i heard it recently but um am i right in saying that sea seaweed is uh, sorry, oil is seaweed that's been compressed like thousands and thousands of years ago. Yeah, yeah. so it's basically, yeah. it's normally sort of marine organisms, so it'd be seaweeds, yeah. algae, you know, yeah. animals as well. But yeah, they've just been squished and under pressure and heat for millions of years, mm -hmm. and that's what oil is. Yeah, so there you go. I mean, uh, that's shortcutting like a, that cycle. Completely, it's great, and, absolutely. Like, to, to think, I suppose, like 21st century and where we've come with oil and knowing what oil really does and how bad it actually is and the mess that it's got us into um and then knowing the, really what seaweed is and the, the fact that it can it is effectively the same material but without all the bad bad stuff well that's um, and it so, amazes me yeah. like when when you look around at obviously oil for fuel but then mm. the vast array of plastics and different types of plastic what what we as humans have managed to do with this fairly simple material oil is mm. unbelievable like yeah you can imagine back before any of the consequences may have been realized it's just the most phenomenal resource yet we've got a similar resource with seaweed and other algae and other natural products that we still yet to really realize as, as much as we should. And, but we know now that it's a far, far more sustainable solution and will undo mm -hmm. a lot of the wrongs and, and sort yeah. of negative in, impacts that we've had before. So yeah, it's uh, it's a, a bright future. Um, have to, have to believe that. Go yeah. mad. Um, and seaweed uh, rush. The sea, yeah, indeed, it is green gold. We describe yeah, it as green gold, ours, yeah. ours is a brown seaweed, but uh, <laughs> um, but no, thank you very much for that. I think that's yeah, awesome. hopefully been interesting to anyone that watches. And again, anyone listening, you can subscribe to our podcast or, or Inland Seas as well, or our YouTube channel, or follow us at Dr. Seaweed on social media or online at drseaweed.com. And uh, look, we'll certainly be keeping in touch, maybe we'll mm -hmm. catch up on another podcast soon. Uh, yep. But thanks again for your time. Cheers, Greg. Thanks so much for having us on, mate.
Thank you for tuning in to the first ever episode of Dr. Seaweed's wonderful podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or YouTube so you never miss an episode and connect with us on social media using Dr. Seaweed or online at drseaweed.com. See you all next time.